Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thank you guys so much for listening. Apologies for being a day late this week, but uh, we normally record this podcast late Wednesday evenings. And this Wednesday evening, we were at Oregon Beer Awards. So uh, we could not record it yesterday. Uh, We couldn't record it Wednesday night. So here we are on Friday. Great poor Patrick. Well, it's good head, and it's the same <laughs> amount as me this time. At least I split it evenly. Uh, and we are here for an episode for you. Like we promised after OBAs, did you see there was a viral video? I don't know if it was viral. There was a <laughs> viral in the Portland beer market. No, it's, it's a sports video. Colin Cowherd has a beer with one of the breweries down in California. I can't okay. remember which one. And he had a frosted glass, and he poured his beer into the glass. Hazy IPA, by the way. Okay. He poured it straight, and it was like 80% foam. <laughs> and he was getting murdered in the comments. Like, first time pouring a beer, Colin? Like, hello? And it was it was the wor- And he took a sip of it, and it was like all foam. He was like, mm-mm-mm. This is so good. Well, it was just the beer that I made here with uh, whatever brewery it is. Yeah, celebrities are really weird when it comes to, like, making beers. Although the Belching Beaver Deftone series went really well. Yeah. Um, those beers those beers were nice. Um, I, I, know, this- I know Mastodon did the Red Fang with, uh, with Wayfinder, right. which is not beer, but malt liquor. Yeah. Um, and... I mean, it technically is beer, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um. Uh, my my favorite is uh we did at Grains of Wrath we did a collab with uh, El Segundo not too long ago, and some of the guys came up and I was chatting with them and I was like, hey guys, I'm sorry, I know you get this asked all the time, but I gotta know, Stone Cold, like tell me about Steve Austin because oh, yeah. they make the Broken Skull IPA yep. for for Steve Austin. I was like, it's brilliant branding, everyone loves Stone Cold, like. Stone Cold IPA, like, uh, what's what's it, Skullbreaker or something like that? Why can't I remember what it's called? Anyway. The first one you said was right. What did I say? Something Skull. I don't, Broken Skull. Broken Skull, skull. yes. I'm pretty sure that's it. Uh, And I was like, guys, like, I mean, is he a cool guy? Like, does he actually drink? They were like, no joke. He comes in once or twice a week and sits at the bar by himself, crushes beers, and then goes home. And he's a huge IPA guy. Wow. And I was like, all those years of Budweiser cans. I thought you'd do like a American pre-pro lager or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but like, that, no, that's, he crushes IPAs. That's for the show. Right. You got to have Budweiser right. on the show and the smashing the cans yeah. and the pouring it. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I watched him. He came back to Raw one day. It was like Raw's 
like 40th anniversary, 30th anniversary, something like that. He came out and he did his thing. You know, he threw, flipped everybody off. And then he was like, throw me some beers and then threw him a cooler. And it was all Broken Skull IPA from El Segundo. <laughs> and I was like, that is brilliant. Awesome. But they said as a celebrity making beer with them, they said he's fantastic. Very cool. Most yeah. most celebrities would not be fantastic. No. Uh, you can subscribe, rate, review, download wherever you find us. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Odyssey App, Stitcher, Omni, 1080thefan.com. And find us, Instagram.com slash beers on us. DM us there. Uh, weekend beer-wise, um, we'll talk about OBAs. That's part of the weekend beer, but that'll be separate. I went to a place that was recommended by one of our P1s, Taylor. Uh, yes. Funny enough, you were there the week prior to me. I didn't even realize that. I was there on a work trip. Yep. And uh, I went to Prime Tap House out in Hillsboro. It is like right on the border of Beaverton Hillsboro on 185th and Cornell. And uh, my roommate and I have been going out on Sundays just to get a couple beers once I get off work. And, you know, I brought him to a lot of places I wanted to go to. And I was kind of running out of like new places I wanted to try. And I had the light bulb go off. And I was like, Taylor keeps telling me I need to go to this place because I live out here on the west side. It's him and his lady's watering hole. Yep. Uh, so we went. And... Uh, it was all grains of wrath beer <laughs> because you had just done an event there. <laughs> Which is why I was there. And the week before we went to grains of wrath. <laughs> so it was kind of like, well, I came here to get some different beer, but you know what? I'm going to have dystopia <laughs> again. Um, but uh, they had really good wings there. It's it's like a, uh, it's an Asian style menu. I don't know if it's Vietnamese or whatever style you want to say, but it's like Asian style wings and some other stuff in that realm. And they had a couple of five fire spicy sauces. And I love spicy food. I'm a big, like, high spice guy. And I tried one of them, and my roommate tried the other one. First of all, so tasty. Yeah. Second of all, ouch. Mm -hmm. uh, both ways. Mm -hmm. uh, the next day was pain <laughs> on the toilet. But you know what? <clears throat> the It was like uh, the one that was like the spicy chili oil sauce was it dong special sauce no i got dong special sauce okay. which came on the side and i poured it on the wings they're like they're like trust us put this on the side <laughs> uh it was delicious it had some really good flavors i really liked it i never really had a sauce like that it reminded me of a spicy um ike's famous wing sauce okay uh now now gone forever but uh, uh it reminded me of a spicy version of that the spicy chili oil sauce i have never tasted flavor combinations like that way mm. like <clears throat> blew my mind so good and it hurt so good <laughs> it was way spicier than the dong sauce uh and it was delicious i i'm i'm not kidding and maybe it's because i don't eat a ton of asian food generally but i've never had something spicy that tasted that good usually it's like this has neat flavor oh my god this is hot this was like this is amazing this is amazing this is amazing oh it's building oh it's building it still tastes great though oh it's building oh it's building <laughs> Help! and then you start like drooling out of your mouth mm -hmm. a little bit but it the flavor was incredible and it was it was a it's a really small spot it's like in a little strip mall thing it's a it seems like a brand new building a couple of years old so it's kind of sterile like you're not going to get like a, a a ton of like cool things to look at there but the wings were great, and, uh, I mean, they had all grains of wrath beer, so I enjoyed myself. Uh, I didn't really have a serious weekend beer, so I'll just piggyback on uh, on Prime Tap House. Uh, when I went there to to represent the brewery at, at the event, uh, I sat and chatted with Dong for a while. Dong's the owner. Oh, okay. And uh, he's, I believe he's part Viet, Thai, and Polynesian. Okay. So that's his, so fam that's his family history. Full influence. Then, and yeah. I am a huge 
Asian food connoisseur, like not connoisseur, consumer. Yep. Um, I love Asian food, especially Viet. And chatting about him and his influences and stuff like that, I found his food to be absolutely incredible. I had some shoyu chicken bao mm -hmm. um, that I thought was absolutely fantastic. And he had a, he had a, I wanted to try the Asian inspired sauces, but he had a buffalo that was uh, ODB. Old Dong's Buffalo Sauce, okay, or Original Dong's Buffalo, and I was like, "Well, I got to try that." And I thought the wings were absolutely incredible. Yeah, so I they got were crunchy, but they had good meat. They were the right size. They weren't too big. Yep, I got. Uh, we I got grains bone. love our uh, buffalo wings, so okay. we're always looking at the places to see him. Great dude, fantastic staff. When I first saw the pictures online, I was like. Oh man, a strip mall tap room, not really my thing. I walked in there, there was great culture, mm -hmm. great vibe from the regulars. The bar staff was fantastic, and Dong himself is a man, is the man. The bar staff was super friendly yeah, they were and great. very helpful. Uh, I also had, I think it was called the Killer Bees or something like that. It was like a spicy honey sauce. So I got boneless. I had that one recommended to me, and I always feel bad when someone's like, that's the one you want. And I was like, oh, I'll have this other one. But <laughs> they recommended Killer Bees to me. Uh, it was very good, and I got boneless. Boneless, that's usually what I go for. I know most wing people hate that, but I'm a big boneless fan. Uh, you're right. Great size. I wasn't too full afterwards. Mm -hmm. uh, I was able to get... <laughs> I was, but that's me. <laughs> well, yeah. I was able to get two sauces, and uh, the Killer Bees was really <clears throat> good. It was just like a spicy honey sauce, and then the Dong special sauce. But that hot oil, chili oil one, oh my God. Controversial statement. I love flats of the wings. Is that controversial? The, there, there's the drumstick, and then there's the two-bone flat. Mm -hmm. Uh, I prefer the flats. I don't I know if people, that's controversial. I think people don't like them because you have to like get into it. Yeah. Like when you eat... The drumstick, you just take a bite. Yeah, you just hold it in one hand and you take a bite and you're good to go. But Do the you other have one, the flat methods? Like people like online will do this thing where like they make two moves and the bones just come out and then you just have the flat by itself. Or I'm, do pretty, you... I'm pretty decent at that. I usually take a bite right at where the smaller of the two bones are. You're supposed to like take a bite like at the top. And rip that out and, and like then twist. I pull that bone off and then drop that and then get to the rest of it. I Bop just think it. it. Twist <laughs> it. Pull it. <laughs> I, just think it, I just think it's the better flavor of meat. Cool. Than, than the drumstick. Yeah, I just... I, Couldn't recommend Prime Tap House anymore. Yeah, if you Place live out... was absolutely fantastic. If you live out west side, if you're not uh, not too far from 185th in Cornell, go check them out. It was a lot of fun. Uh, great food. Good tap list. And... Uh, Apparently the owner's awesome. So. Definitely a place I will return to. What yes. a rad spot. Me too. Uh, me too. Especially because I'm staying over kind of near that neighborhood now. Uh, my girlfriend and I are moving in in like two weeks. Whoop, whoop. We got the house. We got the house uh, rented. Not not buying. Uh, God, no, not buying. <laughs> uh, but renting the house. And uh, it's been stressful as all hell. And uh, we signed the lease two days ago. So It's great. I'm happy for you. Uh, very, very happy. Yeah, we signed the lease the day of OBA. So it was a very, very good day. Like a nice celebratory day. Uh, okay, let's get to OBAs. So, the reason uh, I was there this year was we were presenting as Beers on Us. Now, Patrick goes every year for whatever brewery he's working for. Uh, <laughs> I went. I've only worked for two, but yeah. Okay, well, you know. I like the joke, though. Um, I went with him in 2018, I believe it was, which was my first experience there. He went with Breakside, and ton of fun. I got absolutely hammered. Uh, the... we. The problem was going out after I was fine, and then everyone went to Loyal Legion, and then shots were handed out. And <laughs> the first time we went, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't. For me, it's a little awkward. Like, it's your people. Mm -hmm. I know a couple of them loosely, sure. But and the after party, like I'm sitting there with people I've never talked to, and like I'm fine in social situations, but I just kind of feel like I didn't win any awards. Like <laughs> I'm just here tagging along. 
So this year I actually didn't go to the after party uh, with you guys. Uh, I was sitting there and I was like, one, if I have any more to drink, I will be incapable of driving. Uh, and uh, I will have to either spend money on an Uber or call my girlfriend to come pick me up and then leave my car out on Sandy, which I don't want to do. <laughs> Nobody wants to do. Uh, and I, I got out of there and I was like, I know my limit. I'm not there yet. I've had fun. I'm out of here. If I have one more beer, I'm going to be past the limit. And uh, I went home afterwards, but uh, you guys went to Loyal Legion, I mm -hmm. hear, mm -hmm. and probably got absolutely... Uh... We went to Loyal Legion afterwards, and then we went to Beer afterwards, okay. which is where we had walked by Beer on our way to Rev Hall, and that's where we ran into all the Breakside oh, okay. kids. Yep. We wanted, me, and, me and Owen wanted to go say hi to the Breakside kids. And that's where they were at the yeah, end, Yeah, so we, we went up there to say hi to them. Um, it, was a, it was a ton of fun. Uh, Patrick and I got to present Barrel Age Stouts, mm -hmm. which uh, Gold and Bronze both went to Breakside. And uh, Silver went to Ale Song in that category. It was cool doing it on the stage because we did it last year mm -hmm. virtually. Right. Which we just stood in a studio and had our the phone recording and we just talked. Right. And this was like, you're going up on the stage mm -hmm. and there's a band playing mm -hmm. and the lights are bright and you're like, ah. And then Patrick made a joke about the toilets, which really. <laughs> which I keep hearing about to this day. I do not find myself very funny, but what? everybody's like, you're a weirdo. And I was like, that's my humor. It wasn't like that it was funny. It was like. We're up here presenting an award, and the first thing you say is flush the toilets. Well, I'd just been in the bathroom, and it was the second time I'd been in the bathroom, and each time I'd gone in the bathroom, that nobody's flushing the toilet. Like, that, come on, guys. That's usually what happens at big events. You're you know? brewery people. You keep your place clean. What are we doing here? Uh, when there's oh, a, I'm not in the brewery. I'm just going to trash this place. When there's a line of like 15 people trying to get into the bathroom, I think it's more of like, ah, let me just get out of here. Oh, yeah, that flush takes super long to do. <laughs> uh, but it was it was, a, it was a good time to get to go up on stage, and... Uh, what I really enjoyed is we broke it up kind of like we did last year. You announced bronze and gold, and I did silver. And, and it's funny it was, that bronze and gold was breakside, and you did not announce that at all. I thought it was apropos, actually. I thought yeah. it was great. I thought it was perfect. Uh, and I got really excited. I ran into Matt and the Ale Song crew and, and was really excited to say hi. Uh, that Rhino Suit series uh, from Ale Song is some of my favorite barrel age beer, and it was Coconut Rhino Suit that came through. Uh, to to win on that table, and I'll tell you what I can. I, I guess it's probably okay that I can divulge this. I judged the first round and semifinals of that category, which I thought was really rad because they don't. I don't think they knew that I'm presenting that. Not that it would matter. Yeah. But it was just cool to see that progression. And I don't know if I necessarily had all three of those beers. I think I had the ale song, um, but. All the beers I tasted in the semifinal were absolutely fantastic. So it was really cool to just kind of see what was unveiled and what what took home the awards. And from very great barrel programs, too. Yep. I mean, I love seeing the small guys win in barrel stuff. Like, Oregon City Brewing does a really good job at this with barrel-age stuff, especially their wild fermentation. Uh, but it was just, it was cool to go, oh, Breakside and Ale Song. All right. Yeah, you guys make great beer. I do think Oregon City won a gold in like experimental ales or something yeah, like that. Yeah, maybe. I, I think they won a gold medal, which uh, I was surprised to see. The one thing that stood out to me the most, and we'll get to some of the awards and stuff, and Patrick's got the list up in front of him. Uh, congratulations, bravo to Nebulous. Yes. now The darling now, of the evening. So have you heard of Nebulous? No, you probably haven't because none of us had heard of them either. Uh, Nebulous won a gold in one of the sour mixed culture categories. Mixed culture category. Then they won another gold in another mixed culture, or maybe it was a silver, but they won two medals. And I'm like, who is this brewery? I'm like, what? Nebulous. And it was literally a girlfriend and her boyfriend, I think, a couple. Maybe they're married. Maybe they're brother, sister. I don't know. But it, it was a couple that went up on stage, and they were like, 
crying, like floored that they won medals. And the very last medal of the night, best brewery small went to Nebulous. Yeah. And I was in the back waiting for you because you guys had won uh, Brewery of the Year Medium, Grains of Wrath did. Mm-hmm. Spoiler. And um, I saw them back there and I didn't say anything to them. They literally, they were talking to somebody and she was like, I'm in a garage. <laughs> like I have Girl, one. You make sour beer. That's how you do it in a garage. But like, she's like, I don't have a brewery. I'm not a small brewery. <laughs> you can't I'm, go to the store and buy our beer. I'm in a garage and they won best small brewery. And, and we, we joke about how. OBAs is like a big giant circle bleep for for the Oregon beer mm. community. It's like, do the awards really matter to the consumers? No. It's a big like, like inti- to get together and congratulate celebrate everybody. each other sure. and, and feel good about the beer you make. But it's huge for breweries like that. It, it's absolutely incredible. And I saw one of the Freem guys walked up to her and said, Josh Freem would like to talk to you, gave her the card. <laughs> and I was like, there you go. Like Josh Free wants to talk to you. And you're just like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> like that's uh, you won best small brewery and two golds. Let's do something with Free. Yeah, huh? yeah. Josh Free walks into your house and you just, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> so I, it, it was a great night, but I felt so good for them because you mm-hmm. could see it on their face. Most people like they're excited, they're happy. You could tell for them it, that was potentially life changing because now in the community. People are going to be looking for Nebulous, and right. they're going to want to do collabs with them, and mm-hmm. they're going to help them build up from the garage to whatever they want to get to at the next step. Uh, so bravo to the two of them, and uh, that was the coolest part of the night for me, was seeing those two win those awards. And I will use this opportunity to throw a huge shout-out to maybe one of the best friends of this show. Uh, whenever Mike is gone, he sits in with me, a very good old friend of mine, uh, Brian Cook up at Lombard House, split the best beer bar or tap house award with beer mongers. That award always goes to a place like Beermongers, Apex, Belmont, the last, Mesa, things like that. And to see Brian- The last three years, I think it's gone to Belmont Station. Yeah, and to see Brian up there in his tiny little house up on Lombard Street that always has a killer selection, Great live outdoor music, seating. fantastic outdoor seating, usually got some food, some like food that comes in and makes and it in the backyard. Um, well, it's uh, a Philly sports bar. That was, I mean, other than my own personal investment- uh, bravo to Brian. Um, you deserve it, my friend. Meatball, I love you. Uh, you're absolutely fantastic. And if you've never been to Lombard House, uh, if you're not going to go now, you're never going to go, and I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Let this be what spurs you to go check out Lombard yeah, House. Yeah, that, that was my big personal moment of, of the night was just like, See, I, yes, I, dude. I missed that one because I had run to the bathroom, and I just missed the whole category. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the Instagram post from Brian, and I was like, Oh my God! Yeah, it wasn't Belmont Station that won. <laughs> and 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 Brian's the humblest guy in the world. He'd tell you a thousand times, doesn't mean anything to me. I'm, I'm not here to win medals, but you could tell it meant something. It always does. Yeah, it it always does. And so I couldn't be happier for him and his family in that great spot up at Lombard House. Uh, so I I, I spoiled it, but uh, best medium sized brewery went to Grains of Wrath. Yeah, which. Uh, you were really hopeful to get because you in, you put them into that category. Mm-hmm. I was a little surprised just purely because you guys are mostly a Washington brewery mm-hmm. with a small tap house tap room in Portland, mm-hmm. and I don't know. And we who... do we do brew in Portland. Yes, we brew a lot in Portland actually. Okay, but we I... actually brew more in Portland than we do in Camas. Okay, touche. Um, but uh, I, I was I didn't know who voted for that or whatever, but I was surprised to see them pick grains. Not that you're not deserving. I was just surprised. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool to see Grains win it. And I was sitting with the Grains guys and they lost their mind. Yeah. Like they were excited to win the awards they won prior to that. Mm -hmm. And they did win some. But that was like 
what? <laughs> well, it's it's a culmination of points. So it's like if you win medals, you get points. And, oh, okay. and I think some categories are weighted heavier in others. Um, it was one of those that, you know, just just from a non-brewer logistical standpoint, I was like, we have a shot at this. Like, I don't think we'll win it. Like, we walked in expecting to win no awards. And I was like, we have a shot at this. And that's kind of like was my biggest thing was like, I don't care what beers hit, if they hit, if we can somehow sneak into that medium-sized brew of the year, our first Oregon Beer Awards, that would be huge for us. And and it was insane, especially because in the beginning of the night, the first category was uh, strong, hoppy, dark, hoppy beers. And we took bronze and silver. And I remember very first category. Very first category. They said bronze for falling up our black IPA. And we were like, sweet. And we started walking up. And then they said our silver for our imperial red IPA. And we were like, holy S, what is going on? I remember we got back backstage they took some pictures we got our medals and i turned to mike and i was like should we just go home mike was like i'm good let's go home <laughs> little did we know uh, that later you were on about to dominate later on down the line uh, what was the category german uh, light lagers? light german and european lagers uh we only <laughs> we won four medals in two categories yeah <laughs> uh we only put two cat two beers into the dark hoppy beer and then we put two beers into the light european lager um, that is such a crapshoot because it was both Vienna and Frosthammer. And when you go to the bigger competitions, those are separate categories. And so when you walk into a category that's kind of a little more diverse, a little more open, you have no clue. You have no clue what's going to happen. Um, fortunately, those beers have landed at GBF. Um, they landed at OBA. And to us, uh, I, I, I think Mike going up there, Mike and Owen going up there and and seeing that we are a lager brewery now uh, was was pretty incredible. It was pretty incredible and very very humbling. I even said to Mike Mike Hunziker, being the the head brewer there at, at uh, Grains, I said to him, I was like, I think your Hellas can probably win this category. He goes, Nah, it's not hoppy enough for Oregon. Yeah. And then they said Vienna, and then they said Frost Hammer, and I was like. I told you. We were again. I mean, you in, just won a World Beer Cup for that beer, yeah, so what's we, the difference? We, we were again in the middle of the aisle with Vienna, just jacked because we love Vienna. We think that beer's great. It's one of my favorite styles. Um, we were really jazzed, and then yeah, to 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 say the name again, it was it was quite an incredible experience, especially because you know I I've been there in the past with the Breakside crew, and it's just such a large operation at Breakside. You know, there's so many great brewers over there. They had like and, two full rows of just Breakside. Yeah, people. and and they always come with a big pack, and they do really well as they should. And being a part of that was cool. It felt like being with my family. Um, but at Grains, there's like seven of us. You know, we're just kind of like holy s. We're four person admin team. We're a three and a half person brew team. You know, there, there's not many of us around. Yeah. And so to see that, and I was, I, I felt very humbled looking out in the crowd and that <clears throat> there was some, I'm getting a little chucked up here. There was some, uh, there was some breakside kids that kind of were looking at me and giving me the like, good job, bud. Well, when we walked we're up really on stage to guys. give the award, a couple people were like, Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I was like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. It was kind of nice. It was, uh, it will, it, it, it will go down as, um, uh, Probably the best OBAs I've I've been a part of, just because we're so small. Yeah, you know, no, no, no. Uh, shade. You're so medium. <laughs> no, no shade toward towards the other crew uh, that I used to be a part of, but uh, they, this this was a cool one. It's funny, I I always feel a little bit like an outsider when I go to these events. You know, I, I know I'm friends with you, and I've met a lot of these people, but I don't work in beer. Mm -hmm. Like, 
people are friendly and they're nice and they keep me included, but just selfishly, I'm just like, I just kind of feel like a little bit on the outside. This year was one of the first years I didn't quite feel that way. Good. Um, ran into the Barrelic crew and and they were very nice to and happy they to were see me again. Right behind us. Uh, ran into Patrick Shields. He was thrilled to say hi to me. Um, <laughs> there were people who said hi to me that I don't think I've ever met before. Yeah, that happens to, uh, to, to us all. Well, I mean, hey, you. <laughs> but here's the thing: I don't work in beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like. Unless I'm just forgetting who you are, which is possible. I'm not the best at remembering names and people. I You've never seen me. And the, the one, I don't even know who it was. I don't even think you knew who it was. We were in the hallway. You were getting more beer. Mm-hmm. And I had an empty and I handed it to you. I was like, hey, can you bring this up? Because you're getting more beer. And you were talking to, to a lady. Mm-hmm. And you said, okay, sure. You walked away. She came up and gave me a hug. <laughs> and was like, great to see you. And I was like... Yeah, <laughs> great to see you again. And I'm looking at her like, register, who is this? Who is this? I, I don't think I met that person. That's awesome. I, I don't think I met that person. That's so great. So she, I think she only said hi to me because I gave the empty to you and knew you. And she was like, I must know that guy. Because I know Patrick. <laughs> um, yeah. And then uh, there was a Stormbreaker guy who uh, recognized me from the radio. And uh, he came and said hi to me at the it end as well. probably Rob. Who's one of the head brewer owner? Yeah, he was a shorter guy. That's all I yep, know. Yeah, but that, it's either Rob or Dan. Those guys are awesome. Yeah, he he just I was again. It was at the back. I was waiting for you guys to be done taking pictures at the end, and he was like Mike Lynch, and I was like, <laughs> Hey, he's like, I didn't even. It's cool that you went up on stage, and I was like, Yeah, that's cool. And then he's like, Oh, I listened to. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Okay, you know me yeah, from the radio. Yeah, yeah. Again, because I'm like, I, I was like, Have I met you before? I don't know who you are. Mike's a local celebrity. <laughs> Uh, so it was a lot of fun, and uh, it was cool to meet some of the Grands guys as, and gals as well, because uh, I've only met a couple of people from Grands thus far. Uh, so it was a lot of fun for me. Uh, one thing of note, and I don't have the list in front of me, maybe you can read some off if you scroll through it. Usually there's like one dominant brewery, and I guess you could argue Breakside might have been that this year. They, they won, won they Best won, Large Brewery. They won 11. We only submitted 10. Okay. So. Well, they, they won a lot of medals, so I guess they're the dominant brewery, but... I felt like there was, outside of Nebulous, I think there were like four or five other breweries that won that I had mm-hmm. never heard of. Mm-hmm. It seemed it seemed a lot... Sp- oh, oh yeah, there were definitely some fun stuff. And I think that's a good sign that even really small breweries that haven't made a name for themselves yet mm-hmm. are making beer good enough that they can win a medal against all the other beers at right. OBAs. That's huge. Right. Like, there's one, I think, Falling Sky Brewery. Falling Sky. One of my highlights of the night. They won their gold. They won their gold for their brown ale. And whoever was, I've heard of them because I've helped Ben, like, sort OBA bottles before pre judging. So I I, I knew who they were. But he had the quote of the night. I absolutely loved it. He goes, People still drink brown ales. (laughs) And then walked away, and we were kind of like, I'm sure your brown's great, but we don't. <laughs> but I just loved his excitement. He was so jazzed, and and that's kind of what's what's really rad about about OBAs. Yeah, there was a there was a couple others uh, that I can't remember the names of now that I was like, who is that? What what brewery are you? So uh, great that small breweries that haven't ma- broken onto the scene yet are winning awards. Also, I was super super thrilled that Public Coast won a gold. For their coconut brown ale, mm-hmm. which was in the flavored beer category, mm-hmm. uh, I've been a huge supporter of Public Coast since they opened up to Cannon Beach. Cannon Beach is my coast town here in Oregon, personally. Um, obviously, Pelican's there, and Public Coast is just kind of in its own little nook in the back of town. 
Uh, I love their beer. I think they do a really good job, and uh, they won a gold. And uh, also Cold Fire won a medal. I don't think they got a gold, but they got a medal. And I actually introduced myself to the Cold Fire guys afterwards cool. because I've been probably their biggest supporter up here. If I, Out of anybody who does beer media podcasts, I can't imagine anyone's given more love to Cold Fire. So uh, one of the guys gave me his card, so I'll give him a call, and we'll uh, we'll – I don't know, maybe go to Eugene or something at some point and uh, uh, do an episode with them. Uh, I'm about to wreck your world here, Mike. Oh, okay. <clears throat> when I got to Loyal Legion, I got a beer and sat down at a table, and I was with the entire Public Coast crew. Hey! And just BS'd with them for about 20 minutes. Did you talk about that we liked them on the podcast? 100%. Great. I gave you a massive shout-out. Fantastic. And I told them to go dominate the coast. I said, don't let those big boys push you around. You guys do your thing and keep going. They were really nice. <laughs> we really love you, awesome Pelican. people. Um, They're really awesome people, and so that was great. Some of the fun awards to go through that I'd like to touch on just from like a, a personal but also industry thing. I didn't realize this. We all know Freem Pilsner is fantastic. Yep. It won gold again, and I didn't realize. I knew it had won in the past, but I wasn't thinking it. And Josh Freem was up there, and he just says, wow, thanks. Three years in a row, gold Pilsner. And I was like, <laughs> whoa, three years in a row? Damn, Josh. Yeah. I guess you got the Pilsner, baby. I, th- I think that's a beer we take for granted because mm-hmm. it's everywhere. It's a six-pack in a grocery store, totally. Yep. And then the silver in that category, Heater Allen Pills. Of and course. And I was like, let's go. Yep. That's a Patrick beer. Like, free one gold, and I was like, Lisa, high five. <laughs> I was so jacked that Heater Allen won, won the silver because that's one of my go-to. Shout out to our crew over at Barrelick. Taking a gold and dad beer. Yes. Uh, I know you guys love that beer so much, and you should. And it's weird to think those like light, kind of domestic ale kind of table beers that you're meant to crush don't always get the light of day. But I was really jazzed to see them win that. Uh do to do to do to do to do. I'm trying to think. I did judge the red beer category. Mm-hmm. Um, only preliminary, so I don't know if I had any of these, but Stormbreaker took a gold in that as an alt, and it makes me think I probably tasted that beer. Yeah. Um, so, because my table was all alts and uh, some American Amber Lagers in that category. Um, so I was really excited to see them win that. Do, 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 do. Uh, India Pale Ale, Breakside Free and Breakside. Um, I worked at Breakside when both of those beers were born. Yeah. So Evan is my homie, got bronze, and Wander Jack got gold. And and again, I don't think a beer of the last few years deserves gold more than Wander Jack. That, that beer, beer is, is so great. So good. So great. And and you know, Ben was up there, Ben Edmonds, the head brewer, and he gave a massive shout out to um Tyler Brown. Tyler Brown from Barley Browns because they did the collab originally on that beer 2020. 2019. Uh, right before COVID shutdown. Yeah. January of COVID shutdown. And uh, right Break, before. Breakside's been doing it by themselves since, but mm-hmm. he basically took the entire time to say, thank you to Tyler Brown. You're a legend. Thank you for mm-hmm. helping start this beer and everything you've done for Oregon beer. I thought that was super classy, considering that's the biggest category for a yeah. lot of people is West Coast IPAs, and it went to that one. Uh, and then one of the, at least for me personally, one of the coolest things... Um, to have experienced was I judged metal round for hazy or juicy IPA. And there are six of us standing, sitting there and we're all tasting and taking notes and then we're done. And it's kind of like, okay, does anybody want to talk about a specific beer? Excuse me. And it felt like throughout the process, a lot of it was kind of like, let's kind of get the ones we don't think are meddling out of the way. And so we can spend our time on other things. And so we did that. And then it came to this particular beer. 
that even myself, I firmly believed that I had written down, I was like, best on the table. And then I was sitting next to uh, Ben from Deschutes Brewing, who runs their barrel program um, called Oakland. They call it Oakland okay. at Deschutes. And Ben's an awesome guy. There's a lot of Ben's going on, just an FYI. And uh, <laughs> the most common brewer name is Ben. <clears throat> and he goes, and he goes, well, I think this beer number, you know, 2680, whatever it was, uh, is the best beer on the table. And I was like, I also agree with that. And we went around and everyone at the table said, this by far is the best hazy on the table. And that was a great notion, hazy IPA. Yeah. And that was really cool. Um, Imperial IPA was the same way. Uh, well, I will say <clears throat> on this podcast a little bit, and I think just generally, great notion gets some hate for their hazies because they focus so much on them and they don't make a lot of other beers. But to have their beer be the best hazy by far is, is it like, fantastic. It's like a wake up <clears throat> call again. It's like, yeah, okay, they have like 50 hazies on their tap list right now. But the ones they make the best are still the best hazies in town. It was fantastic, and it was clear to us. And same in the double IPA category. That went to Ruse. Um, that was the best beer on the table. Um, we really enjoyed it. So, you know, shout out to those guys for making cool stuff. Side notes, some weird personal stuff. Me and the lady went to migration last night with the kids out in Gresham. So we were looking at our wedding venue, and it's right by there. <clears throat> and she goes, oh, oh. that's the new one in Gresham, Yeah, right? she goes, it's their, like, mass production facility. And she goes, oh, I'll have that Paloma Sour. It was like a, a, a barrel-aged sour beer. Oh, yeah. Uh, imitating a Paloma, which is one of my favorite cocktails. And she tasted it, and she was like, this is incredible. I was like, Paloma sour. It won gold, right? Migration. Oh, that won gold. And yeah. she was like, well, it should. It's delicious. <laughs> when you <clears> said <throat> that, I was like, I remember that name coming up on the screen at some point. And then, and then lastly, a personal LaGrange thing was, you know, it's the very beginning of the show. We hit two medals, and we go up on stage to collect those medals, and the gold was Orange Giant, the barley wine from Ecliptic. And there's John, and we're just kind of like, hey, Johnny, that's yours. You you have that, buddy. Yeah, for those so who- it was like it was very kind of one of those like, oh, my God. I, I've met John a thousand times. You know, I've seen him a billion times, but you just on stage collecting an award, and there's John collecting a better award, and you're like, I'm okay with that. For those, I like you a lot, John. For those who haven't watched it or been there before, the gold, or the bronze and silver winners will go up on stage but then stand in the back while the gold will get to speak for 30 seconds. Yeah. So, yeah. So, picture grains going up, winning two awards in the first category, and then- they grab it and they're like, oh, legend coming up. <clears throat> I think I gave the old yeah, we're, we're not we're worthy. Gonna, we're going to go over here now. <laughs> I think I gave the we're not worthy to John. Uh, it was it was a great time. And it didn't seem like too big of an S show. Yeah. Like people were definitely drinking, having a good time, but it didn't seem like everybody's too crazy. It felt like for the craft beer world in Portland, it felt like the end of COVID. Mm -hmm. Now, I know that's probably not the case or hopefully it is actually, but who knows? But. Everybody was in, in Rev Hall. It was indoors. They had the vax requirements or a negative test requirement. Everyone was together. There was, what, I didn't, like, I, I 300, didn't, 400, 500 people there? I didn't feel uncomfortable hugging people, no, high-fiving people. Um, it felt, it's the most normal I've felt since we've come out of it. I think it was <clears> just <throat> a really cool night because everyone was back together for the first time in two and a half years. Mm -hmm. And there was an energy about it where everyone was just jazzed to mm -hmm. see each other. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty cool to be a part of. Great times. Yeah. Can't wait for next year. Oh, uh, we just had the Freem Japanese lager, which I have yet to have. Is that your first time having it? No, it's my third. Oh, okay. <laughs>
Uh, I just knew we needed to drink a beer during this segment, and I was like, ooh, baby. These Freem uh, 16-ounce cans have been fantastic. Absolutely delightful. Uh, So go find them if you haven't gotten them yet. Do you have a beer of the week? I do have a beer of the week. I was supposed to bring in a beer, and I totally spaced that we were doing the podcast today. Uh, I was going to bring in a Ghost Town IPA that I bought from Market of Choice, but I'll have that for myself this weekend instead. Excellent. And I'll let you guys know how it goes next week. Grains of Wrath collab with Ghost Town coming out in July. Ah, exciting, exciting. I think we're going to can it, too. Very nice. You might as well can almost everything at this point, right? That's not as easy as as a logistic guy. I'm like, please, no. Please, God, no. I don't know how I'm going to get those labels. Uh, Let's do Beer of the Week next. This is Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Beer of the Week time here on Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. A beer, an old reliable beer of the week. Well, you know, we were talking about OBAs, and I was looking for a beer of the week, and I realized we haven't talked about, we haven't had a beer from this brewery on the podcast in a while, and uh, I enjoyed my time with them on a Wednesday at OBAs a little bit, um, so I figured it'd be fun to bring in Nugs from yes. Berlick Beer Company. Yes, very uh, happy to see this. I had this great, funny conversation with Ben Parsons, and... I walked up to him at the beginning, and I hadn't seen him in a little bit, so as we said hi and kind of pleasantries, and then I looked at him and I said, you know, Ben, if you don't win medals tonight, you'll not sell beer. <laughs> Only medals sell beer. Like, just just joshing him, and he was, we were laughing, having a good time about it. And he goes, I know, man, I'm trying to figure out how to make Fresh Hop ESP year-round. <laughs> <laughs> I had a funny moment with that. And then they won a gold for dad beer. And I was like, you got two beers now. <laughs> I had a funny moment with that where I was sitting and we were sitting in front of them and I asked them, I was like, you guys are probably going to get gold for a fresh hop ESB. Right. And they were like, yeah. And then they went up and I talked to whoever was next to me. And I was like, they were really confident about that. And they were like, oh, those have been announced yeah. already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They judge them in September and already announced them. Yeah. Like I, like I was <laughs> like, that's the most non-barelic thing. Oh yeah, we're totally gonna win. Like that. I was like, they are very confident that that beer is winning Fresh Hop IPA or Fresh Hop Alternative uh, yeah, Style yeah. or whatever it was. Other Fresh Hop beers. Yeah, um, it's my favorite. It's one of my favorite. It's delicious. It's absolutely beers. delicious. Um, it might be my favorite. I love ESB. I've had this beer multiple times before. Uh, the nose on this is fantastic. It was just fresh, and I just wanted to see it. It's got Nugget Centennial and Strata. Um, it's nine days old. Um, I love this series that these guys do, and I just, for somebody, for people who have been very, very good to us and are just amazing human beings to be around, uh, I was just, I just want to give them a little extra love. Uh, quick tasting notes, great nose, good bitterness. It's kind of like an old school West Coast IPA in terms of the bitterness level. God, the dryness is perfect on yeah. the back end. Uh, that reminded me, I, I, I said I would mention this in the podcast today. I did have the varietal Fort George collaboration beer that I talked about last week. And I said I was nervous about it. It was suggested to me from a Market of Choice customer when mm-hmm. I was there. Um, it was a really well done, super old school West Coast IPA. Oh, interesting. Big bitterness. Mm. But no off flavors, nothing weird, just a really just big classic. classic bitter bomb of a West Coast IPA. And as someone who's been drinking a ton of the modern IPA, it was kind of nice to kind of get a little bit of a reminder of this is what like you used to get at 
Bridgetown or uh, Bridgeport, Bridgeport and uh, old Portland Brewing or Maybe whatever. Kind of Deschutes back in the day. Yeah, like an old version. Yeah, Lompoc. Yep. It just it kind of was a blast from the past, and it was actually a nice breakup of. Hey, I've had all of these IPAs that are in the same realm for the last two Light years. Light-bodied, hop forward, really yep. dry. And it was like, here's hops! Punch you in the face! Your throat is really dry now, have more. 2008 all over again. Yeah. The so, space uh, race. I did have that, and I and I was very surprised by the suggestion, and I was happy that he, he suggested it to me. Well, great, great. I know. I think I'm on the prowl this week to, uh, this weekend to try and go find some beers that I haven't had. I am going to drink this weekend because I have a couple left over that I didn't have last weekend. That Ghost Town IPA mm-hmm. and a very special Bend Brewing Cascadian Dark Ale. Ooh, you told me about this and I was like, Hoo-hoo-hoo. I saw a CDA on the shelf and was like, I haven't seen this for years. Yes, please. And it was Ben Brewing and I was like, double yes. So that'll be one of the ones I talk about next week. I'll be having that on the morrow. Excellent. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you watched OBAs or if you went, uh, nobody really said hi podcast-wise, so it's hard to get a ticket. It's understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty industry-only at that point, and everyone gets a ton and gives it to friends and all that kind of stuff. Uh, let us know what you thought about the OBAs or the awards. If you followed the list, Instagram.com slash beers on us. And we'll be back. Uh, well, we'll have to figure it out. I'm out of town Wednesday night through Sunday next week. Ooh, you know what that potentially means? A Brian Cook. Brian Cook guest appearance. And Patrick Harris episode. Potentially. Award winning. Potentially, yes. Uh, I'm going back home for Passover. So uh, if uh, there is a podcast next week, likely it will be Patrick with somebody. and uh, Or we can do it early in the week. Sure, sure. We'll figure something out. We'll figure it out. But uh, if I don't talk to you in a couple, within the next few weeks, if you celebrate Easter, happy Easter. If you celebrate Passover, happy Passover. If you're just... Gonna take a long weekend, then enjoy yourself. Happy as weekend! Well. Yes, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Have a very good, well. I did my radio closeout. <laughs> Have a very good rest of your evening. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Flush your toilets, kids. and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, 
empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.